This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live cast here on Twitch. Brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week. I'm your host, Reese, and with me, as always, is Jason. Hello. Sometimes known as the Salty Banana <clears throat> or any other of a wide range, all demeaning yeah. names. Any kind of banana you want. Yeah. A small clown, one, a big one. Clown Baby was one of my favorites. Cold Banana. But then you got banned from many <sighs> sites for that. Clown back in, Baby. Cannot, back in your trolling yeah. days. Not, I was never a troll. You were? I was never a troll. I would speak truthfully. Okay. You're a highly skilled troll. Yeah. Which uh, I miss for I miss forums. They're still around. Like every once in a while, I'll go onto like uh, DACA. You used to go onto the public news channels. I still no, that's still do. And that's comments. It's not, those aren't forums. I don't know if I'm trolling. I'm just like, because if you if you guys want to have fun, if you have like an hour to kill, go find your local news Facebook page. And read the comments on all the articles because it's all people in like their 40s and 50s commenting racistly. Fully understand what's happening. Yeah, how the internet works mm-hmm. or how social interaction online works. It's really interesting. It's pretty. Funny. And it's, they're easy to to go in there and rile up. <laughs> if you're inclined. If you if you have an hour to spare, or if you work like me. Oh, good. And that's. <laughs> I'm glad to see that we're paying you. Yeah. Well, excellent. It's fun. So uh, we have exciting news for you. We have gotten, we've been working on this for a while and the Frontline Gaming Network is now live and launched. For those of you who are subscribed to us, which thank you, and if you aren't subscribed, you should consider it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have three different podcasts on our network. We have obviously Signals from the Frontline, which you're listening to now. We have Chapter Tactics and we have the new 40K Stat Center, which has proven to be mm-hmm. very popular. It's a, a very cool uh, podcast, even though it's run by Canadians, we can forgive them for that. Yeah, they can't help it; they were born that way, baby. And uh, yeah. we've we've now decided to rebrand the channel as the Frontline Gaming Network to more accurately indicate you know, what you're getting if you subscribe yeah. to the channel. So you're getting all access to all three podcasts. And now we're also available not only on iTunes, not only on Pandora, but we're now available on Google Play Music and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very exciting stuff. We'll be able to reach a broader. Uh, a, a bigger listenership and of course you can always watch us on youtube the other two shows are not a video cast it's just audio played via youtube but obviously signals from the front line you get to look at our beautiful faces and uh yeah. see all the pretty pictures if you want to if you want to i like that flg wpn it's just flgn no flgpn just didn't sound no, right. flg wpn like welcome like thanks for tuning in to the FLG WPN. It's just from Coast Gaming Radio Network. Okay. Because we, we're not just podcasting; we're on multiple forms of media. Right. So we settled on FLGN. It's got a nice ring. We to can it. do like an easy listening. Ooh. Ooh. Show. Barry Manilow. Mm-hmm. Some some smooth sax. I, I it's like just saxophone. Only. But it's that one song over. And the over. most sensual saxophone. I had a friend imaginable. who was artistically inclined, mm-hmm. and he made a best of Kiss video like mm-hmm. where basically like it was like an infomercial for the best of kiss but every song was just uh party every day 
but like done in different styles, like jazz and classical, hip hop. But it was just that same song over Excellent. and over. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know why I just thought that was really funny. Well, thanks for sharing that uh, pointless anecdote. If anybody wants the link, I will send it to you. Send, <laughs> me up. send that to me. Yeah. So we're very excited about that. Please make sure to uh, subscribe. Whichever form of media is your preference, whether it's you know YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, whatever. However you consume the media, uh, please consider subscribing. We really appreciate it. And if you can take the time to give us a like and all that good stuff, it helps us to reach more people. So. Mm-hmm. For those of you who have been listening to us all these years, thank you so much. From the bus days. From the bus days. We really should have that sound effect. We'd have to go back. Whenever there's dead air or awkward bus. silences, just have that bus sound. Right, me, 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 And oh. then have somebody scream. Yeah, incoherent gunshots, rage of a couple gunshots. insane person. Yeah. yeah. Just bring it back. That's soothing. The town that we started in is not the nicest town. There was a biker chapter house literally across the street. Did you guys ever get the the motorcycle sounds too when they would all come roaring in? They they actually didn't really they they, they tended mm. not to drive around in the middle of the day. Okay. So it wasn't so bad. But yeah, every now and then there'd be like fifty just at hogs coming in. Yeah. And these get these were like real bikers. Like they weren't there wasn't like <laughs> It wasn't your forty K club that has some my motorcycles that you drive yeah. around on. It wasn't like, you know, the lawyers that ride gold yeah. wings. Like these guys were like hardcore. Yeah. Not a place to hang out. No. No. no that was that was a <clears throat> that was an interesting town. There was also a prison and a mental hospital mm-hmm. down the street. So. And one more interesting fact, the bus stop in that town is where they would release the prisoners and, and the mental And the mental, mental patients. With a $5 bill and uh, some new shoes. And Me? they said, good luck. <laughs> no, new, new shoes. Maybe not. Good luck society yeah it's that your was problem fun now. your problem now yep every now and then, we have some crazy stories about crazy people yeah because they would in. all just live there because the bus would just drop them off and then be like all right well i'm sure somebody will come by and get you nope they would just wander off into like the creek bed or something it was interesting yeah. but the rent was cheap the rent was cheap yes the rent was affordable yeah <laughs> that's why frontline gaming exists <laughs> yeah toughed it out baby but in other news, not related More to bikers news. and yeah. uh, crazy people that would come in and lick the window of our shop, which mm-hmm. was always fun. Yeah. Uh, there is a new expansion coming out for Blackstone Fortress, and it features some really, really cool new models, including a Trader Commissar and mm-hmm. Chaos Ogren. Uh, very beautiful models. So excited for that. Did they show the scale of the Ogren? He is. Because in this, in this photo, they have it the exact same scale as the Commissar, like the the... You know what I mean? No. But I, is that the size of an ogren? Like an acro? Yeah. Okay. He, he's the size of like a normal ogren. Got it. Okay. And the commissar is the size of a normal commissar, right. although I believe he's on a 32 millimeter base. Right. So really cool. And now with if you look at all the different Blackstone Fortress releases that we've gotten, mm-hmm. um, we now have units of Trader Guard. We have Chaos Beastmen. We have a Chaos, uh, uh, a Trader Commissar, an ogren. So, you have um, Guardsmen. Yeah, I mentioned that one. But you have uh, Psychers too. Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's it's coming together. It's coming together. Like yeah. again, we're not trying to insinuate anything. Just speculatively, it looks like it would be reasonable to expect that maybe we'll get a some sort of a supplement for K, for forty k right for a chaos guard that goes beyond what we just have in the um, uh, Forge World book, or you could just use these guys for the Forge World, you know, renegades mm-hmm. and or, heretics, or you just use them as guardsmen and they're chaos, and you yep. just use the same rules. Just do counts yeah. as yeah, and in your head you're like, this is a chaos army. Yeah. So, uh, and again, we're not trying to like. But that—that's certainly a, an Ogren bodyguard right there. It could be, you yeah. know, uh, there's a there's a uh, 
a commissar, premier's uh, uh, commissar, whatever they're called, the the HQ ones. Yeah. You know, you just I think right now you have basically what you need. You just got to convert up some mortars and you're just some mortars. You're good to go, baby. Yeah. God, my mortars have been yeah. failing me lately. I, uh, oof. Not me. They're kind always of, good. Kind of an aside, but you know, we'll, we'll go off script here for just a little bit. Man, I've been doing. I ever since I, I pointed at the fences and goes, "Oh, I haven't lost a competitive game with my Astro Militarum in Eighth Edition." Mm -hmm. Well, I've lost a couple lately. Have you changed your list though? Yeah, I've been messing around a little bit, but I got smacked mm -hmm. hard. Yeah. The three times I've lost in the last couple of weeks, I really lost. Um, at the uh, Throne of War GT, which I mentioned on the last show, uh, Fred, the gentleman who won the event, beat me pretty soundly. Uh, the terrain had a lot to do with that, um, and my dice definitely didn't help me out. But uh, Fred played really well. I'm not trying to take anything away from his victory. Um, I think with better terrain, I, I could have made a better fight of it. But um, I, uh, I was playing a, a friend of mine who plays Eldar. He was playing uh, Eldar or um, a lay talk with Harlequins. Mm -hmm. And it was the same like scenario where there was like barely I could I literally couldn't hide, and he had uh, two Crimson Hunter Ezarks um, uh, Hemlock, and then the three um, uh, Fire Prisms to mm -hmm. do the combined fire. Which if you're an Eldar player and you're not using that, you should strongly consider it. It's extremely good. It's good against infantry mm -hmm. and tanks. And then he had uh, three units of the Haywire Jet Bikes. Nice, brute dude. I got Brutal, yeah. romped. Like I got my ass beat. Excuse my French. Uh, really humbling, but uh, it really made me think, and I had to reassess, make some changes. Uh, and again, though, if I would have had some terrain, I could have hidden. Mm -hmm. It would have gone way better for me. But um, and again, my dice definitely didn't help me out. I, I just I couldn't kill anything. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely made me think. It made me rethink my strategy a little bit. And then in yeah. a league game, I played Gene Steeler Colt, and I made some mental errors. And again, dice were not on my side. I had twenty. I had, a unit of Bolgan charge into a, a Gene Sealer unit and to kill zero of them. Yeah. Five attacks per guy. It's rough. Zero. So, like, that gives you kind of an indicator. But I, I made some mental errors. I forgot Kraken Gene Sealers could leave combat and still charge, which mm -hmm. that was what smoked me. But, um, yeah, man, it made me think because, like, I was riding really high and I've, yeah. I've definitely been humbled a little bit, but you can learn from those. I think maybe it's time to realize that your, your faith in the Emperor is misguided. Ooh. And it might be time to look at some of these traders. Maybe. It might be a little bit better. That's they might good, they might favor you a bit more. That's a good yeah. segue into Chaos yeah. Nice. But before we do that, I did I I started throwing some assassins back into my list. You can't go wrong with them. And They're too good. Even because I was trying to play pure military, and I totally one hundred percent believe that you can, and I've mm -hmm. done extremely well with them. But God dang it, when you take that uh, assassin detachment, we get all four of them. It's the really utility good. they bring to your list is ludicrous. Um, you know, really, really good. Very worth considering, even if it means you'd switch to Imperium faction. Mm -hmm. But uh, good segue. Thank you. The big news, what everyone is excited about is the Chaos Knights or Knight Renegades. Um, they're, they're kind of changing the faction name of that. But uh, Chaos Knights on the way. The pre-order will be available on this coming Saturday. Very mm -hmm. exciting. Uh, if you want to pick them up, make sure to consider Frontline Gaming. You can get them at a discount with free shipping options within the continental United States. That's one of the main ways we keep the lights on here. Yeah. So uh, please consider us for your patronage. Mm -hmm. uh, and as an aside, the uh, the Apocalypse uh, bundle deals, the only ones that sold out were the Night one and the Chaos version. All the others are still available. So if you wanted to pick one up, yeah. um, we can get those. Mm -hmm. So Very nice that we were able to fulfill all those. Yeah, a little dicey. they've been not so hot with the inventory management. And uh, they obviously missed the boat a little bit with the, the Night right. and the Chaos 
bundle deals because they're a really good value mm -hmm. and they'll sold out almost immediately. However, it seems like they're getting better, so great. Yeah. But back to Chaos Knights, why don't we talk a bit about that because that is exciting. So yeah. uh, I wish they had released another article today, Wednesday, um, when, the day that we record, because we could have talked more about it. Obviously, you know, know more of what's coming than has been revealed, but um, we will talk about what they've shown us. So uh, in the one article that they put up on the Warhammer community page, they did show us that there are two uh, types of households, the Iconoclast and um, what's the other one called? The, the Infernal. Infernal households. And <clears throat> they come with an ambition, which is kind of like your chapter tactics, so to speak. Uh, for the Iconoclast, uh, a model with this ambition, uh, if they make a charge move, was charged or heroically intervened, mm -hmm. add one to the battle's model's attacks characteristic until the end of the turn and the armor penetration characteristic of melee weapons for the models equipped with the models equipped with improved by one until the end of the turn yeah in addition when an enemy uh unit fails a morale che test within 12 inches uh increase the number of models and run away by one situational but can be good for multi-win models it's yeah units it, the, the morale one is it is what it is it's kind of just like a little benefit the real benefit yeah. is plus one attack plus one ap i love seeing the morale ones i would just roll my eyes I always skim past it so quickly. And that ass kicking that I took uh, <laughs> over the weekend, yeah. uh, my opponent took um, Harlequin's. He took I can't remember what mask it is, but it's the one where you roll, you get minus one leadership and roll two, take the highest for morale. Yeah. And then he also had a hemlock flying around that gives mm -hmm. you an additional negative to morale. That I lost like thirty guardsmen from morale. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. Um, so it, it's like Night Lords, like I always say, it's it doesn't always work, but when it does, it's devastating. I just haven't faced an army yet that does that, where they actually do focus on morale lowering as their strategy. It, I'm sure there are people out there that's like, I'm building this list just to do that. It's hit or miss, yeah. but when it works, it's absolutely devastating, right. right? Like some armies don't really have morale control that's... They either don't have it or they have options for it that they don't take. Like yeah. all the Eldar races are very susceptible to it. Guard are really susceptible to it. Tau can be. So um, it's one of those things when it kicks in, it cripples your opponent. And then when it's not good, it, it's worthless. Right. Like you play against orcs or something like yeah. that where they have so many tricks to not. Well, their leadership yeah. like 20 or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Or they just, or like Tyrannids where they just ignore it. Yeah. Demons. Um, yeah. So, uh, Back on track. But still, uh, yeah. But, but the other stuff in there is very, very good. Yeah. yeah. Plus one attack and an additional armor penetration. So mm -hmm. imagine, let's just, you know, assume, they, they already mentioned it. Like, yeah. you're getting a Knight Gallant mm -hmm. that has five attacks already, mm -hmm. goes up to six on the charge. You would imagine that there's probably other ways to get bonus attacks. That's crazy. And then yeah. your kicks can go up to AP3. Yeah. That's Oof. devastating. Yeah. That is absolutely devastating. Goodbye, right? anything. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you charge another, you know, big, big thing like a, you know, Mortarian or Magnus, another knight, um, you're getting extra attacks with your fist or your chain cleaver. Mm -hmm. That's very scary. Right. And, on and, twos. and not even seeing, like you said, there's probably going to be ways to get additional attacks. There's going to be strategies, I'm sure, for fight again, all these different things that the knight, Imperial Knights have as well. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that it's going to be similar to Imperial Knights with a Chaos Twist. Mm -hmm. Um, so cool. And then let's take a look at, um, uh, we'll jump down to the, uh, infernal household ambition. Oh, here's one more. This is a stratagem for them. That got placed out of order. So oh, we'll jump gotcha. to the infernal household ambition. Okay. And this one's really cool. This is, I think this one is more appealing to me personally. Yes. At the start of your movement phase, each model with this ambition can use a demonic surge. If a model uses a demonic surge, it suffers one mortal wound. And then you roll one D three on the table 
to determine what uh, value applies to the model. Or you can take D3 mortal wounds and choose, and all three of them are extremely mm -hmm. good. So you can get a plus two to your move, plus one to your advance and charge, amazing. Uh, Demonic Fortitude, you can get a plus one to your toughness. That one's doesn't need any That's gonna be hard for people. Yeah. To damage you. That, that means like melted weapons and plasma weapons are wounding you on a five, last, last cannons on a four. Yeah. Um, and then like a lot of the big, big nasty guns like a shadow sword mm -hmm. or a lot of these strength 16 guns now wounding you on a three. Right. It's um, a big deal. And then the last one, demonic power, select a ranged weapon, add one to the strength and damage characteristic. Fantastic. That's amazing. Imagine that on a, a chain gun. Yeah. If you had a crusader with this. Yeah. Well, they don't have crusaders. <laughs> but, but I'm it, saying like yeah. with all that firepower. Well, it's just it's every... one gun, uh, but a, a battle cannon or a... Oh, I didn't read that. It's uh, just one One gun. ranged weapon. Damn, too bad it's not everything. All three of them are good. Yeah. Right? So, like, um, we'll, we'll talk about implementation later. We'll just kind of review everything. Yeah. So those are your two households. Mm -hmm. So then we'll jump back up to uh, bind souls of the defeated. This is an extremely powerful uh, stratagem. They didn't tell you how much it costs for some reason, but... Uh, this is for Infernal Household Knights. So that's the one we just described where you can roll on the table or choose. You take damage to do it, but obviously the trade-off's pretty good. So bind the souls of the defeated. Use this stratagem at the start of the fight phase. Select one Infernal Household model from your army. Until the end of that phase, when an enemy model is destroyed as a result of an attack made with a melee weapon by the selected model, roll a d6, and on a 4+, plus, you regain one lost wound up to a total of 6. Mm -hmm. That is... In each phase. Up to um, 6 in each phase. It's, it's only in melee. But still, it's like so you good. throw you can do them into your like, fight phase and your opponent. You're like down phase. to like one wound or two wounds. Yeah. You throw them into a unit of guardsmen. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm gonna go back full strength in two turns. It's so or if, you know good. But still, God, it's really good. It's so yeah. good, right? Because like you've got a melee knight running up the table, or uh, a double Gatling cannon knight, or whatever, whatever your flavor is. He's taking damage as he gets up the table, but then he gets into a big unit of like orc boys or mm -hmm. guardsmen or whatever, and kicks the shit crap out of them. Yeah, and brrr, he heals six you know, wounds up, boom. up to six wounds. Yeah. That's insanely good. Um, let's look at another one, Pact with the Dark Gods. This is also an Infernal Household Stratagem. Uh, use a stratagem when an Infernal Household model from your uh, army is destroyed. On a four up, he comes back to life with D3 wounds. It's the Zombie Knight uh, Stratagem. Uh, Imperials get this one as well. Doesn't need any explanation. Preventing um, uh, your knight from dying is obviously extremely good. Yeah. Uh, the next one, Veil of Medringard. This is for the Iconoclast household. Um, this one, it's a four-up uh, um, ion shield mm -hmm. for ranged. Uh, they didn't. It's weird. They didn't actually put the rule text. They only put the flavor text in it. Yeah, they talked about it before they showed this. So they said it was a four-up in bull. Yeah. yeah. So this is your four-up, and now this <laughs> is only available for Iconoclast. So it's it's interesting because mm -hmm. Infernal has, I think, the most immediate. Uh, obvious value but iconoclast has some of the best other stuff so to speak so it's definitely going to be a tough choice which of these do you want to go with mm -hmm. and here's one that's amazing so uh vow of carnage this is a strategy and it's important to note um the chaos knights have a lot of these stratagems that you pay you do you you do it once per game before the battle and it's a permanent buff to a knight mm -hmm. so it's it's kind of like an extra like relic or ruler trait that you pay for. It's interesting. It's different. Um, but Vow of Carnage, you use a stratagem before the battle. You pick one Iconoclast household model from your army. You give them this Vow. And for every 10 models that they destroy, 
they get a bonus attack. Now, you can't combine it with the other one where you get wound. Like, that's the infernal one where you can regenerate mm -hmm. health. So it's a tough choice between these two, but imagine the Vow of Carnage on a double Gatling Cannon um, Knight. He's going to be racking up 10 kills in certain, you know, matchups. Some armies don't, you won't, it won't be very valuable, but then again, it's a stratagem. Mm -hmm. You don't have to take it if you don't want it, but you can be racking up those kills. Again, if you're playing against a Horde army, which are very common, mm -hmm. um, this, this guy's going to be racking up kills Easily, especially when he starts going into combat. Yeah. And he's kicking things. Yeah, imagine all, you rack up, you get up to seven attacks. And then it's 21. And then kicks. somebody, then you get in and you just, yeah. And each one of those damage D3. Yep. Oof. That's brutal. Yeah. Very, very good. So this is exciting stuff. The next one, Vow of Dominance, another iconoclast household stratagem. Um, the very cool. So you pick one knight, you pay the CP, and then for the rest of the game, uh, wound rolls of one, two, or three always fail. Now, considering, interesting. considering knights are T8, this doesn't come up very often because mm -hmm. most things are already wounding you on a four or yeah. worse. However, <clears throat> you're going to want to take this, like, um, if you're playing against somebody that has a bunch of strength, nine or yeah. better weapons. With other knights. So, like, if you go against, like, a Castellan. Yeah, like a Castellan, <laughs> a Shadow Sword. Lots of Las Cannons. Yeah. Las Cannons, the... the uh, Fire Prism, mm -hmm. where they have they can do like a million strike nine shots. Yeah, this is going to dramatically increase your defense, but situationally. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and then just to double check, it works. Yeah. Also, if you're fighting as someone who's really good in melee with very high strength weapons, a Magnus yeah. or a Mortarian that would normally be wounding you on twos. Yeah. Now he's only going to be wounding you on fours. It makes a huge yeah. difference, and then I just want to make sure that it also works in uh melee so i'm not sticking my foot in my mouth uh yeah. resolving an attack made yep. against the model unmodified so, so not always going to kick in but when it does it's going to be huge and then you can combine this right with a, a four up um save let's double check to make sure the four up save isn't specific to one of the it's, households it's, uh it is is it it's iconoclast oh well, there you go mm -hmm. so the iconoclast is giving you some really strong defensive options i feel an icon if you're if you're if you are running like a very melee oriented knight, like as your warlord or whatever, I think iconoclast is probably the way you're gonna want to go. I could see both because if yeah. you do the double Gatling cannon knight, mm -hmm. right, you give him the j just looking at the options that we have right here, mm -hmm. you give him a four up save and then you give him the vow to get more attacks. Yeah. And remember, he's getting plus one attack when he charges anyway. Mm -hmm. You could very easily get up to five, six, seven, maybe even eight, depending yeah. on the matchup. Attacks and now he's he's got good defense. He's got good offense and then he's a melee just destructor. Yeah, like just brutal So there's some really cool layered combos here mm -hmm. um, And it's gonna give chaos knights the defensive boost that they needed. Yeah, that was what kept them behind um, Imperial knights is they didn't have all the bells and whistles, right? So now now you're, you're getting that and they, they hinted at a lot of the other knight chassis that you're gonna be getting which is basically everything that's available to mm -hmm. Imperial Knights. But then you also have the flexibility of being able to double down on a weapon type. Yeah. Right? Like you could take double Gatling cannons, double battle cannons, double, you know, thermal cannons, whatever. Like whatever the options end up being. So pretty cool. And then I <laughs> I included a picture of my favorite and only Chaos Knight, El Mastodonte. Yeah. It's not a very good picture, and he's not done being painted yet. But these uh, are like the photos that we get for uh, paint commission artists. Yeah, um, like, can I be a painter for yeah. frontline gaming? We're like, mm. so you're telling me I'd get rejected? Yes. <laughs> you're fine. You do a very Clear good, good tournament standard. <laughs> it's clean. Uh, 
He looks way better in real life, but it that's does. a just crappy picture. It does. That's like the flash on camera. Yeah. Cell phone, blurry. Mm -hmm. But he's near and dear to my heart, and uh, <clears throat> I'm excited to get him yep. back out on the tables. So we thought it'd be fun to kind of jump into chat and then pose a question. Well, with the information that we have now, how do you plan on playing Chaos Knights? Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, obviously, El Macedonte is my man. Yeah. And uh, he's dedicated to corn. Uh, I'm switching him over to double ba uh, double Gatling cannons. I was running double battle cannons. I really like the high strength. I like the long range. But um, the, the, having consistently all those shots, I think, is going to be better. And I, I really want to try out Iconoclast to just rack up the, the melee attacks and then go in and start kicking things. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, we can't spill the beans on anything that hasn't been revealed yet. But yeah. you could imagine that there's going to be a gallant style night. They've already talked about it in yeah. the article. And you can imagine with all the buffs and crazy ways to get extra attacks. And yeah. You can imagine that a corn melee night might be pretty hot. Yeah. So. With well, the, uh, the Inferno, the uh, Icono class. Novastar, I did. I took it with my Razor phone. Yeah. He, he asked me if I took it with my flip phone. Yeah. Um, yeah, brah. It looks like it. it. It's not the best picture. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but to be fair, like I took that that night with the mm -hmm. all-corn army to uh, the Hammer of Wrath GT. Yeah. I went 4-1, and one, and the only game I lost is because I clocked out. <laughs> you know, so Stir Crazy says something interesting. Double Gatling Knight with three Disco Lords and three Deirdre. Yeah, so what I see happening is we're going to see these nasty lists with that are Chaos Space Marines with uh, the, the Chaos Knights. Like, because now you have that firepower... The extra fire, and I don't even mean like the Daredevil Dreads, which are amazing. I played against three for the first time. They're so good, and uh, those are definitely Tiger Priority One. But like even without those, like a Chaos Knight now with the the Disco Lord guys, with the um, what people are running with the the Slaughter Brutes and all these like super fast close combat things is going to be amazing. Yeah, because now you have the firepower to back it up. It's going to be a really good list. Yeah. Now the 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 one thing I did notice. Um, and I totally agree with you. The one thing I did notice um, in, in uh, test games, mm -hmm. um, I played Frankie's Gene Sealer Colt, and they're becoming more and more popular. Mm -hmm. Man, that that Chaos Army is going to get its its teeth kicked in by Gene Sealer Colt if they aren't really smart. Because uh, the ability to come into melee and kill a knight like gar like mm -hmm. almost guaranteed. Yeah. With a numerous different <clears throat> options, or like a Daredeo Dread or a Disco Lord, mm -hmm. you know the Rock Saws, the Aberrants, yeah. like all like the bombs, all the options they have. Mm -hmm. If you're running that really popular Chaos Army right now with the Purge or whatever it is, like you were yeah. discussing, you really need to think about that. Because I played uh, Frankie and I were playing a, a test game with the new Chaos mm -hmm. Knights, and I was like, oh yeah, this is yeah. gonna be so great. And I, I didn't really have any screens, you know, like a lot of these armies, mm -hmm. um, or not sufficient. He killed my full strength knight with four acolytes with rock saws in one round of combat. Yeah. Because he buffed him up to hit on twos, wound on twos, re-rolling. Mm -hmm. um, and the rock saws got, the four of them got 12 attacks. He hit with 12, wounded with 12. Their mm -hmm. AP4, I didn't get a save. I was dead. Right. So well, you, Chaos, you, Chaos you, does you have screens through cultists. Yeah, I mean, cultists are overpriced right now. Um, but what, it's, they're four points. They're five. Five points. Yeah, okay, but it's, I mean, that's still... You know, you need to be aware of that. And you need screens. You need yeah. screens. Like, you can't play this game at a competitive level without having something to screen your units. I mean, people do. People have been getting away with it. But I feel like as... Because more and more top-level players are playing Gene Slayer Cole because it's yeah. a thinking man's army. It's very flexible. You Like, if you're not prepared for that, you're going to get smashed. Yeah. Like, the gentleman who whooped my butt 
Frankie played him the same day, and Frankie whooped him with his mm-hmm. Eldar army. And the Eldar, <clears throat> Eldar especially struggle with the screen game. Yeah. Like, as much as I think Flyers blocking movement is the dumbest thing ever, mm-hmm. like for Eldar, that's one of their only options for screening right. things out. So Zangor screens, I think they're a little cheaper. Zangor screens can work, Ask says Novastar. And then he also made a wise Weisenheimer yeah. comment. Um, I didn't say my knight had a mark of corn. I said he was dedicated to corn. Right. It doesn't matter. It's in my mind. You know what's interesting that I notice is that Games Workshop used to sell these awesome models that were Zangors with uh, auto pistols and chainswords. And they got rid of them. They're no longer available. Really? At all. Like, yeah. It's weird. it's weird because it's an option in the codex that they can have auto pistols and chainswords. Yeah. The only ones you can get now are the fantasy versions with the swords. Don't those don't have that option in the kit? No. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting to see, you know, how those lists change. Because like a lot of the Don Houston style lists. Right. Um, I mean, I guess you could try and use your, your Heldrakes as a screen. Yeah. Um, and they'd be relatively effective at it. But I, I think that the, that straight up all dreads, all disco lords mm-hmm. list, if they play against a good Gene Steeler cult list, are going to get obliterated. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be a horrendous ass kicking. Yeah. So, you know, and we'll see, like a, perhaps a better player than me could, could devise a way to, to keep them away from you. But um, that's one thing I've, I've noticed is yeah. that like my, my <clears throat> corn balls to the wall melee army got smashed. But I also, he also made me go first. If I would have gone second, I could have mm-hmm. waited, brought my blood letters down and countered. But, you oh. know, it is what it is. Um, Inton, thank you. That's actually super helpful. Maybe. They, uh, they converted it to just enough upgrade. Direct upgrade screen. Excellent. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Balefire Forge in the chat asks, the local gaming scene here doesn't run with Forge World. So, no um, Forge World. Uh, that'll Daredos. be, if you go to a tournament that's not your local scene, you're going to be. Can, uh, can, he asks, can Chaos Knights plus Chaos Space Marines still be good, you think? So, um, that's a good question. Yes. And one of the ones I've been experimenting with is uh, Crimson, um, not Crimson, what am I? Uh, Hurons. Renegade chapter. Why am I? Uh, uh, Red Corsairs. Yes. I've been experimenting with Red Corsairs with my knight because I wanted the extra CP. Mm-hmm. And I use a, I use a corn demon detachment with three bloodletter bombs, smash prints, mm-hmm. sometimes Scarbrand. And they eat up a lot of CP and the knight eats up a lot of CP. So um, I was experimenting with uh, Red Corsairs to get the extra CP. And I was like, oh, I can use three units of Chaos Space Marines, little five-man units to hold objectives mm-hmm. and screen out and stuff. I, that should suffice. <clears throat> it didn't. Uh, but then again, if you're not using the really CP-demanding like demon detachment, you could probably get away with it. Um, I think you can make it work. I, I, at uh, Throne of War GT, and I played Brett Perkins, and he was using all the Daredeos and the Contemptors, but if you yeah. sub those in for Chaos Knights, he had one big unit of Alpha Legion uh, Cultists and one 15-man unit of Red mm-hmm. Corsairs. Marines that both can uh, recycle. Yeah, I think you can make it work. Um, I think you can make yeah. it work with that. And there's also a trick that I, uh, you know, pro tip. I know you don't use Forge World, but for people who do, um, the 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 uh, quad heavy the what are they called? The quad heavy bolter um, rapiers. They're called Hellforge rapiers mm-hmm. for chaos. They have the chaos space screen keyword. So if you're running Red Corsairs, you could do a heavy support detachment. Take three of the um, Hellforge Rapiers, uh, and that would give you four CP. It would give you the three bonus CP, and then you could take one unit of troops, mm-hmm. take a 30-man <laughs> unit of cultists. And that is a really points-efficient uh, kind of like a little detachment. that gives you four CP. It's almost as much of a, as a battalion. 
gives you really good firepower. You can take a Lord with a jump pack or on a bike, and Red Corsairs can advance and charge. So you can just fly up the table, like warp time them, mm-hmm. and they could move advance, move advance again, and then charge. Um, or you could hang back and buff the, the rapiers, and you get a screening unit in it. So it's like a really, really efficient bundle mm-hmm. that you get there. And you, you don't have to take the, you know, tax of Chaos Space Marine units that might not really do anything. Yeah. Right. Um, so that that's a fun option that you might want to consider if you're out there. Because the three uh, quad heavy bolter rapiers give you 36 heavy bolter shots. It's, that's significant firepower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So something to think about. But um, I'm, I'm sure some creative players out there could come up with a way to make that to make it work with the three units of Chaos Space Marines. Mm-hmm. But the one big unit of 15 being able to recycle them, it's really good. Yeah. You know, give a Marcus Slanesh, recycle him into your opponent's backfield, double shoot him with Veterans of the Long War. It's pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's what Brett did to me, and it, it, <clears throat> it hurt. So, yeah, I think you can make it work. Long, Kind of like a long-winded answer to that question, but I, I definitely think you can make that work. Uh, and then Stir Crazy and some other people in the chat mentioned that uh, you might be able to use Venom Crawlers to make a decent screen because they're very resilient and they're relatively cheap and, and tough. I'm so. a big fan of Venom Crawlers right now. I, I, I was a, um, a Helldrake fan for a while and i would let people know about hell drakes you just take hell drakes after seeing them in action this last weekend when we were playing at that uh, that event thing that we went to it's uh just not impressive they're just not they, they're really good for certain matchups yeah. you know because they're don again mm-hmm. uh very creative list writer and yeah. he's been very successful uh kind of brought them back into yeah. popularity and he swears by him and yeah what he and like ryan they're fast I, i'll give them that they're fast and if someone is dumb enough to like put their Astra Militarum tanks out without any kind of screen cover, sure you can fly up the board and, and tie one up. But then that's just your opponent not playing well. You know what I mean? Like it's well, it, not... it depends, right? Like some armies don't have the ability to, to cover that much right. ground, and that's where the Heldrake comes into play. Like yeah. you know, like Ryan locally, he he beat Frankie's really good Gene Circle right. army, and he was using two or three Heldrakes. Mm-hmm. Basically, they fly forward and touch things as mm-hmm. many units as they can. Right. And it allows like the Disco Lords and everything else sure. to run up the table. Um, and then if somebody else has like Crimson Hunters or mm-hmm. you know, Razor Wing Jet Fighters or, or Hemlocks, they're pretty good at fighting those because yeah. they run up and they attack them in melee. And um, they're, they're pretty good at, at applying pressure to enemy flyers. So in some matchups, they're not going to be very good, but in some matchups, they're going to be extremely yeah. Do useful. they get like a plus one attack against flyers? Or they get a like bonus that? against flyers. I don't okay. remember what it was. Yeah. Um, and they heal a wound every turn and yeah. stuff. Like they're not... They're relatively cheap, especially if you take the auto cannon. Yeah. They're not very many points. So, um, yeah. Just my personal yeah, I, opinion I, on that. I like to see them come back. I, what I think would fix them personally mm-hmm. is if the Bale Flamer was 2d6 shots. Yes. If it was a little bit more powerful, but also if they had the minus one to hit. The minus one to be hit, yeah. That When my opponent was like, no, no, you hit it normally. I'm like, what? Aren't they flyers? Like, they're, no. They're, they're, they kind they're of not a flyer. They have, they're a skimmer, essentially. Yeah. They yeah. should be a flyer. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, Anyways. Yeah, the, the auto uh, stir crazy in the chat is mentioning it's one fifty seven. He thinks for the auto cannon Heldrake. Yeah. I think it's actually cheaper than that because right. the auto cannon is only ten points if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So um, you know something to consider. Yeah. The bale flamer is a better weapon, but it's it's like thirty points. It's relatively expensive. Yeah. So, but uh, what would you do, buddy, with the information that we have available to us now? How would you run a chaos knight? Um, I don't know. I'm like really on the fence for both. They both seem really good. Both of those two different uh, households, they are kind of classed in the, uh, what's the other one? The uh, uh, Infernals. Yep. So uh, I need to see more information about the weapon options that they can take. I, myself, 
tend to sit back and shoot more than assault, so I would say probably the Infernal. Just for the options of like raising your toughness if you need to, if you're going against other shooting or yeah. increasing the strength of your weapon to shoot. Um, they both sound really good so far, just from what I've seen. And I don't have, I'm not privy to a lot of the stuff that you know, so I'm just kind of going off that one article they posted. But yeah, I'm just excited that this is an actual new release. Yeah. Like it's not just like, hey, this is a different way that you can use your Imperial Knights. You know, you just put a, a skull on them. And now they're chaos. Like it's a new kit. It's awesome. The new the new kit is absolutely. Beautiful. And I think there's a new there's a um, armature kit too. Didn't they show like a, a one that was a little bit different? I don't think so. I think it's only mm. the okay. basic knight. And then, um, well, oh wait, the, I'm not sure. That's I, I'm only seeing like what people are seeing. I don't, um, you know, I'm not privy to a lot of it. But yeah, I would say right now probably infernal. Is what I'm leaning more towards. Yeah, the Infernal is the most appealing because of all the cool stuff it can do. I actually think Iconoclast is going to be the one that I'm going to try first. Mm -hmm. But I do like the Infernal options, especially being able to regenerate health in melee. That's so good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it's going to be very interesting. And then uh, to kind of finish, close the loop, um, for my list, what I was thinking about doing was switching to Renegades and Heretics mm -hmm. to take uh, Mutant Rabble. Yeah. Uh, because they still have the Renegade Enforcer, who's like the old school Commissar. If you feel a morale check, he kills he kills D3 of them and they pass. Yeah. And they can go up to units of 50, which is crazy. I don't think any unit in the game should be able to go up that big. 30 is the, the most I think you should ever make, but they can. Mm -hmm. um, and they're only four points. Now they're, they're pathetic. They yeah. don't do any damage. Um, but you can fill a lot of board space for not very many points if mm -hmm. you take a Renegades and Heretics detachment. Yeah. And they don't want any CP. They don't require... They, they want zero CP, mm -hmm. right? Like, their their morale is taken care of. They don't really have any tricks, to, per se. Mm -hmm. uh, they occupy a ton of space. And with a 50-man unit, it's really hard to get a kill off of them for um, missions like ITC. Mm -hmm. So they make a really good screen, and they can occupy space, keep your knights safe. So I think that's the direction I'm going to go. Yeah. And uh, anybody going to Slaughterfest, which is a, a relatively big major here in Southern California at the end of the month, put on by the guys at the uh, Veteran Gamer Reenlisted. They said they are allowing Chaos Knights um, as long as you're using the actual Chaos Knight model or you've converted your knight to look like it's Chaos. Cool. So pretty cool. Nice. So chat, we'll ask you guys, what do you think? How would you want to run a Chaos Knight. Uh, Phase Adam says, mm -hmm. new Chaos Knight Desecrator is confirmed as having a volatile laser destructor. Yeah, that's, I was going to say, I didn't know if I could say it or not, but that's well, the new Games gun. Games Workshop hasn't put out the info yet. I well, think then, people will have a leak. Then let's at, say, yeah. let's say that this is a rumor at this point. Yeah. But the new, the new gun that looks different mm -hmm. on him, it's uh it's a very specific weapon for one type of knight. Yeah, it's, it's the, 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 the what's it, the Preceptor? Yeah, his, his like cousin or whatever. Yeah, uh, his, his it's a different gun. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's pretty good actually, but um, and we'll we'll hold off on mentioning the stats for now because obviously if it has more info will be out for yeah. next week. It'll, by the time this goes live on all the different channels, it'll probably be. They'll up probably start talking about that new night kid. Yeah. yeah. Um, Beg mm. Begbie kid Begbie is that from uh, Train Spotting? Uh, just this one night, new kid. Yeah, a lot of people were saying that it was uh, just they were just converted up. Yep, okay. Novasar says, I want to take the plastic cow from the old giant kit and give it to the Chaos Knight for a snack. There you go. Oh, that's solid game plan. Mm -hmm. That'll take you to the top table, buddy. Hot tip right there. Yeah, the one disappointing thing that I feel is that this would have been a really good way for Games Workshop to slot in um, Chaos Renegades a little bit by like putting in like um, 
you know, has, household vassals or something like that, where like they can put in like you can take in the in the Chaos Knight Codex, you can take like a detachment of Chaos Guard as like yeah, their household troops. I wish they would have done that. Something like that would have been really easy. They already have the models made. It's you just gotta make war, a, You just got to make a new package. Use the stuff from Blackstone Fortress. But again, like I'm sure I'm, they do their planning and stuff years and years and years out. So who knows what's coming? But I just think that would have been cool. A little bit, a little bit more of a flavor for that codex to be like, hey, I can also take foot troops. Yeah, I would love. To and the Knight Codex, you don't really need to because you have guard, but Chaos don't have that. Well, because you know? I'm sure Games Workshop's response is like, just take a detachment of guard. Exactly. But then it, as it pertains to the way or we... take Chaos with cultists. Right. And yeah. Right, and as it pertains to the way that we do things, mm -hmm. you would lose your knight right. detached faction. Right. Um, but I don't know. Like that—that that was my one. Like, oh, it would have been cool to see that because because yeah. they, they have the models. Yeah. You know. And in the lore, the knight planets do have foot troopers. Yeah. Like, they're so. like they're knights, and so they have um they have households. Yep. They talk about them. They have you know retainers. So, anyways, that's that's it. Everything looks amazing though. I'm like extremely happy for this release. I'm excited. It's new. It's it's unique. It's new. We're not getting. You know, hey, here's a new another premier's lieutenant. Even though they did a funny little video about that, um, that was really so, fun. Yeah. So, uh, at any rate, let's jump over and talk about some more news. SoCal Open 2019 continues to sell. The 40k champs is almost sold out. If you do want to go, please don't wait too much longer. It's going to be a super major, one of the bigger events in the country. Oh. Yeah, it's 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 trending to hit 256. I'll be wow. pretty surprised if we don't. From that's. What was last year's number? I think last year was like 200. Okay. And then nice. we had like 170 show up or something like yeah. that, or 160. Uh, and then the year before that was like 150 or something right. like that. It's growing rapidly. Excellent. Um, and then we also have all kinds of other events. We have Kill Team, Shadespire, 40K Narrative, and then we also have a 30K Narrative Tournament. Mm -hmm. And the player pack just went up on the site for that if you're interested. Check it out. Um, there's a group from LA coming down to run it, and they're very excited. Yeah, if you're a 30K fanatic, and there's still some of you out there, come on out. Yep. <laughs> It's a fun game. Um, if you want to use all sure. the Primarchs instead of just three. Mm -hmm. Currently. Hurry up and give I us I wonder when the next one's going to come out. Primarchs. I wonder when the next... Why are they teasing us so? They have know. so many to release. There's 18. Well, There's, not true. Some are dead. Horus is dead, dead. I'm waiting for Ferris Manus to come back. Ferris Manus is not guy. dead. In the lore, though, his head is like a skull. Like, Can someone make that? Gone. Like, Ferris Manus is not dead. T-shirt. <laughs> Ferris Manus. Pablo would wear that. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So, SoCal so Open. We're only three months away. Crazy. Make sure to uh, jump on that if it is something that you're Come interested in. Come down to the beach, man. Come on down. That's a Hawaiian accent. Good. Was That's it? pretty good. Yeah. That was good. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, ITC news and updates. So, as always, if you like the ITC, you think it's cool, you like what it's about, you think it's improved. Uh, your hobby, consider supporting it financially through the Patreon. You can support it for as little as $1 a month, and there's all kind of perks for the higher levels of support. It helps us to keep this thing rolling as it has become quite a significant uh, financial burden on our company, <clears throat> but it's fun, it's cool, and we want to see it continue. So consider supporting it if you like it. Uh, totally optional, though. You do not have to. Upcoming 40K ITC events, we have quite a bit, uh, quite a few this weekend, as, as every weekend now. Uh, we do have three GTs this coming weekend. The Bristol City Open 40K GT, and that's in the UK. The Allies of Convenience GT, also in the UK. That's in uh, Stockport, and the other one's in Bristol, mm -hmm. as the name would imply. And we have the Warzone Man 2019 40K Tournament on the Isle of Man. There's a GT on the Isle of Man. 
That's also in the UK, isn't it? It is, yeah. But yeah. that's where they do the insane Isle of Man motorcycle oh. race, which is the gnarliest thing I've and ever seen. And it's a GT. Seen. In the Isle of Man? That's Is it easy? Do they have like ferries and stuff like over there? I'm sure they do. It's don't. pretty far out. I mean, yeah. I don't know if they, I would maybe they have a ferry. I yeah. don't know enough about it. All I know about the Isle of Man is the motorcycle. Yeah. I feel like they lost, there was a lot of opportunities to name that something more funny. If you live on the Isle of Man. Well, it's M-A-N-N. Yeah, still. So, so the, the, name, the etymology yeah. of the word probably goes to something totally right. different. So three GTs in the UK this weekend. That's pretty cool. They're really oh, ramping up, aren't they? I have to They're getting get, a little uppity. We missed we missed a, uh, one of them. We have an event in Thailand. Really? In Chiang Mai. That's we, we, got. we missed it or it's upcoming? It's Fizzy's, Fizzy's Game Store's uh, tournament. That's amazing. Is it all? Is it coming up or is it already passed? I can't remember it, what, at what point in time, but Thailand. that is a first. We, I mean, I do every once in a while get game store owners from places like Thailand that says, hey, we want to have your mats. And I'm like, well, here's the shipping costs. But yeah, um, yeah so I, I mean, I know that they're... They have game stores there, but that's really cool. Yeah, and there's another one coming up in China as well. So, very cool. Uh, on the Age of Sigmar side of thing, upcoming in the month of July, we have a GT, the American Team Championship Age of Sigmar, is in Chattanooga, Tennessee at the ATC. Nice. Uh, and good luck to everybody that's going to be at the event. Um, we also have a major Rend 4 Battle Across, across the Realms 2, and that one's in Ohio, I believe. And we have two more GTs at the end of the month. The BWG Summer Slaughter Age of Sigmar Grand Tournament in Pennsylvania and the Forge of Souls GT 2019 in Spokane Valley, Washington. Nice. Get out there and get Good your Good to see points. those big Age of Sigmar events. Yeah, the major, it's, I like that. it's still growing, so the majors are still pretty rare. Um, but mm -hmm. every year, it grows and grows and right. grows. So, 40K current ITC top five. Here's a name you haven't heard all season. Jim Fessel, Vessel continues to lead the pack, yeah. uh, followed by his nemesis, TJ Lanigan. It's the better dressed yeah. version of Jim I wonder Russell. if TJ Lanigan is the one that took his army. <laughs> he's like, I, I, he's like I, I took the army in theory, and now I've taken it in practice. That is He just funny. has like a trench coat on and like a, a hat at the airport. He looks like where, where Carmen San Diego. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he's like, you can't win if you don't have an army, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> he telling you hardy. He him. did. He just, knee pipe, just right in the knee with that pipe. <laughs> Sorry, TJ. Uh. If you did it, you heard it here first. If you didn't, don't sue me. <laughs> Uh, third place, the uh, Tau, Mr. Tau, Richard Siegler. Uh, fourth place, Chris Blackham has jumped up in there. And fifth place, come, uh, representing the UK, Manny Chima. Where did this person come from? Who? Manny Chima. I've he's, never heard he's of been very. He was really good last season, too. What does he play? Uh, he plays a wide variety of armies, actually. Is that his real name? That, yeah, what, the, what kind of question is that? Give me an alias. For what? I don't know. I've no, just never seen that. Yes, name. that is his real name. Okay. To my knowledge, I don't know. Maybe. We let's say number six. Oh, okay, on, we'll throw a, a shout out to our buddy. No, let's do the whole. We should do the whole ten for the for the forty k. Yeah. That's a big Too deal. It's a big deal. Okay, fine. Because Jason Butler requested it, we'll do the top ten. There we go. Mariana, if you want to put the list back up there. <laughs> so sixth place, our buddy and teammate Jeff Robinson. There we go. No. Uh, seventh place, who's this nobody? Nick Nanavati. Nick Nana who? Like how close all these scores are. Too. Nick, not a what? I know he's only five points behind Jeff, yeah. and Jeff's only two points behind Manny. Yeah. Uh, John Lennon, uh, Gene Sealer Colt player. Well, actually, he's forces the high mind usually. Mm -hmm. Sitting in eighth, Devin Swan in ninth, See? and then another Team Zero comp teammate. We got two in the top ten. Wow. My man, Junior Aflihi, 
uh, rocking that night valiant. That team is coming back. Uh, there was yeah. a couple of years of we were stagnation in the wastelands yeah. for a while. There, uh, our team is doing. See, very that's cool. Very so well. yeah, so it's nice to say the top ten because like Devin Swan, I've never heard that name. Yeah, and he fought hard to be number nine. Well, we can't do the top ten for everyone. No, that's no, like, just forty k is the only like one that matters. Sixty names. Are, <laughs> get out of here. Uh, current forty yeah. uh, k ITC hobby track top yeah. five. Uh, leading the pack is Mr. Jim Vessel, which is a first. We've never had someone topping in both. Right. But then again, it's only the second year of the hobby track, so yeah. not totally uh, crazy. Paul Winters is sitting uh, pretty in second place. Lou Rollins, last year's champion, is in third. Andrew Ford in fourth. And Jason Bird in fifth. Well done. Age of Sigmar, current top five competitive track. Uh, the Jersey Kid, Matt Pashby, extends go. his lead. Uh, 710 points. Second place, Dutch Adams, straight out of the jungles. Dutch Adams. Where he was fighting the Predator. Dutch Adams is like definitely like uh, um, a soldier of fortune. Uh, that's what I think. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like one of those those Stetson hats with like the tiger stripe brim. <laughs> Folded up on yeah. one side. Wearing like a like a, a vest, no shirt underneath, is ripped. Like an eight pack. Yeah. A cigar yeah. in his mouth at all times. Should have been in the Predator movie. Yeah. He was. He was, he was in the background. Okay. <laughs> he was the Predator. <laughs> I love that name. These names are great. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> third place, the French Overlord, Jeremy Vessier. Fourth, Alex Gonzalez. And fifth, Matt Beasley. Well done. Age of Sigmar, Hobby Track, top five. Still gaining some steam, but awareness is increasing. It's getting there. Ricky Fisher in first place, followed by Philip Verduzco. Natasha Thomas in third, Rich Waters in fourth, and Matt Beasley, who's also in the top five for a competitive track. Very nice. Sitting good in fifth place. So there's three GTs this month. So we should. And a major. And a major. So there's four events that we should, if you're attending those events, please tell them. About the hobby track. Sign up for the hobby track. It's very easy. Super duper easy. There you go. Yeah. Shadespire current ITC top five. We got Tony Field sitting in first place. Jonathan Colson moves into second. Philip Santa Maria drops down into third. Kevin Cruz in fourth, and Ivan Cho in fifth. It would be cool if we were able to do like a, a plus and minus sign here. Movement. Yeah. That'd be fun. I usually remember pretty accurately. But, you, you do because you look at it. But yeah. it'd be fun for people looking at it. Or like me, I have no idea. I'm just, yeah, you know. to see that. Yeah. That is a good idea. Um, BCP, add it to the list there of uh, features. It. Put it on the schedule. Kill Team current ITC top five competitive track. The one and only Michael T. Holy. Yep. Continues to lead the pack yep. with a pretty significant 90 point or what is that 83 point lead over uh, Ryan Hebb, who is in second place. Georgie Garnett in third, Alex Grinton in fourth, and Frank Dalicus. Mm -hmm. It's a Greek name, Dalicus, I believe so, in fifth. Pretty cool. All right, let's take a look at who did what and how well they did it in last weekend's GTs and majors. Right. And, of course, brought to you by 40kstats.com, the Falcons website where he scours BCP looking for all the GTs and the majors to see who did what. You can't hide from the Falcons. You, no. Ah! Nothing you Bird can do. Bird of prey, yeah. sharp eyesight. Mm -hmm. He's got the advantage. He's got the high ground up there in northern Canada. Mm -hmm. Can't hide. He's also an air traffic controller, so he's up in a tower. You, you really can't hide. No. He's watching you right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Santa Claus. Yep. You know, what are you doing right now in that bathroom? Mm, yes. <laughs> Where did mom's Victoria's Secret catalog go to? <laughs> that's, that's old school. Mm -hmm. All these kids and their smartphones these days. All right. So we only had two 
uh, events last weekend, which is strange. We usually have more than that, but we had a major, the Boise Cup, G, um, Boise Cup major, and the Desert Rat GT. Mm-hmm. So taking a look at the Boise Cup, really exciting uh, showdown there. Uh, Pablo was at the event. Yep. He did pretty good, went four and one, not bad for the Rhino. Wow, yeah. that's surprising. Yeah. Yeah, Pablo's a real four and one, three and two kind of guy. If he just sticks with that list, he will probably win at some point. Yeah. event. He yeah. did. He did well. We're proud of our, our rhino. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich Kilton, uh, big story. Rich has been on a roll. He defeated uh, Jeff in control Robinson at the Gentleman and Ladies GT mm-hmm. to win it, and this time he defeated Brandon Grant wow. to win. Now a bit of a asterisk on this one, not to take anything away from Rich or Brandon. I love both these guys. They're exceptional players. Uh, they only went to turn three, and they did have a chess clock. They both clocked out. <laughs> All right, guys, come on. Yep. Like let's, let's. But maybe there's like mutual, like they they were like we're both gonna play slow. That's obviously, obviously what obviously. happened. Yeah. So like why hurry? This is a three game. Well, you would think, three turn game. Like you would think that if you're a high level player and you notice your player your opponent's playing really slowly, yeah, that you would speed up. That's why, to well, take advantage of it's the, why I can't like Rich is one ama- an amazing guy like the nicest person I've ever met but he also knows how to play his he's been playing orcs for since they came out yeah. in like the 80s to my but, knowledge exclusively I think he invented orcs. that's why I can't play these armies I cannot play as much as I want to play a pure Ashton military army horde orcs tyranids just tons of models I know that I would just always clock out I would I'm so slow I've gotten way the clock has made me way better because I'm actually a fairly slow player myself mm-hmm. And like I put the, the fear of God was put into me at that, that tournament where I took my my corn horde army. Yeah. And the one game I lost, I clocked out and my opponent had like 12 models left and I had like 80. Mm-hmm. I was like, never again. I will yeah. never let this happen again. Like my dream would be to play like an army of like 300 pox walkers. Oh, why? Just for, for the hell of it. You're like the Joker. Yeah. But then it wouldn't, I couldn't do it. I'd time out. I'd be like one turn out. Why the long? Why the sad face? Uh, anyways, so anyway, Rich, also, really Rich cool. Kilton, Rich, congratulations yeah. to him, and he's on a roll right now. That's two majors under his belt. Huge. Yep. Uh, scroll up a little bit. So his list was a horde army of like ninety boys, lots, uh, uh, quite a few big mechs, which every all the orc players are, are running that. Mm-hmm. Ludas and a lot of grots. We're starting to see that become a little bit more of the sort of you know competitive orc template. Um, although um, there's a player in Vegas who I know well. Ben, Ben, who's running uh, two Gorkonauts. Nice. Uh, ben Jurek, if I'm saying his name right, I hope I am. Uh, so there, there, there is some variety there. But uh, second place, and this is the, the, this is the story, not to take anything away from Rich, but this is what everyone is talking about. Uh, Thomas Hexamoki, great guy, uh, painter, mm-hmm. for uh, one of <clears throat> Frontline's painters, and uh, just an all-around good dude, yep. friend of ours. He went 5-0 and oh with pure Blood Angels. That's good. Got That's second crazy. place. That is exciting stuff. Yeah. And if you want to read more about it, he's doing uh, uh, detailed battle reports on Frontline Gaming. You can pop over to our blog and read those. Game one is up. Game two is coming up today, Wednesday. Uh, it's really good. And and I don't want to spoil it. Well, I guess the fact that he went 5-0 and spoils it. Mm-hmm. He played an, uh, he played Abuse Puppy who had six flyers and five wave serpents. Nice. That's one of the meanest lists in the meta well, right Well, I'm assuming, now. though, his, his jump pack, Death Company, and Sanguine Air Guard were good against him. No spoilers? Can, well, because he can attack flyers. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. No spoilers, but, I mean, that is one of the meanest lists in the meta right now. Right. And Thomas overcame it. Nice. So uh, his list Fair was uh, lots of characters, lots of overlapping buffs with the Sanguinor, mm-hmm. um, you know, Sanguinor, uh, uh, a priest, an ancient, uh, and he had a big unit of Death Company. 
a big unit of sanguinary guard, and he had uh, Phobos infiltrators. Yeah, those are great. I use three I, units of five. I like them. And then he had a yeah. ton of scouts. So very, mm -hmm. very cool. My teammate, uh, Ben Cromwell, got third <clears> place <throat> with Imperium. Two uh, uh, two Crass Wardens and a Crusader. Mixed Admech with uh, two units of Deep Striking nice. Infiltrators. Uh, Breachers and Rangers. Very cool list. I love I love it. that Just the variety of lists. I, just, I love it. It's oh, great. it's great. Yeah, eighth edition right now is really humming. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, it's not perfect, but it's, it's yeah. things are good right now. Uh, Scott Rumpel got fourth place, playing an Imperium list. This was also very interesting. He had yeah. a big, uh, it was mostly Space Wolves mm -hmm. um, with a, a Crass Crusader and two Warglaves. Nice. Two Warglaves, which you don't see very often. Unless you, That's the Jason Butler special. You know what? Take credit for that. I will. I don't know if I'm the one that started it. Everyone takes <laughs> those, but I use, I've been using them forever. But it's a really interesting list. You had a bunch of Wolfen. That, that loadout I've been using. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of Wolfen, a Storm Wolf uh, with Night Sport. Very, very cool, eclectic. I've played against a list similar to that. I didn't have the Warglaves, but I can tell you, after being on the receiving end of a Stormwolf flying into your lines, you blowing it up, and all of a sudden the Wolfen explode out of it and kill everything in sight. He's like, you know what the Wolfen do, right? I'm like, I think so. And they just nuked yeah. everything within a 12-inch radius of that of that exploding Stormwolf. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's really, really good. You don't see it enough, I don't think. Yeah, it's, I, just a, all, it's a suicide Stormwolf. You, yeah. you fly, the thing's fast. Fly it into someone's lines, be like, blow it up. They do, you. and then out you go. And <laughs> that's it. Yeah. yeah, and then you have the wolf in your face. So, uh, and we've been seeing a couple of creative space wolf armies. There's another player here whose name escapes me. I apologize, but he uses a, 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 a falchion as kind of like the core of the army, and then builds a space wolf army around it to buff it, protect it, go get objectives. And he's been doing extremely well. Yeah. Um, and then let's take a look at the Desert Rat GT. So we had uh, first place once again. Orcs, oh. Nick Sutherland. He had an orc horde again. Lots of boys, lots of grots, big mechs, the mech guns, uh, and Ludas. So kind of a similar army. Jeremy and I. Don't, don't even. Lefevre, Favre. It's Favre, right? Lefevre. Lefevre. That's terrible. I don't know. There's too many consonants in places where they don't belong. Uh, but he did extremely well. I loved his list. Pure Jukari. Uh, he had three detachments. One was a homunculus coven. One was. Uh, 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 warriors, the normal dark yeah. color, the name's escaping the me. The dark present. one. And, and one witch detachment. I thought mm -hmm. that was super cool. Very thematic. Uh, kind of a little bit of everything. Witches and warriors and uh, grotesques. Cool army, did very well. And pure Jukari have been ex performing extremely well. Mm -hmm. We had Van Nguyen uh, playing Imperium. He had uh, a bunch of, he had three Cladius uh, tanks, which is really popular right Jeez, now. They're good. He had some crast, and he had three crast gallants. <laughs> He's not trying to make any friends. Not messing o, around. Oh, Viet Nguyen is not trying to make you any friends. You just take, you take what's good, and you're like, here we go. I think I said his name was Van the first time. I apologize. You said Van, it's yeah. Viet. Viet Nguyen. So, well played. That is a mean list. Yep. And here's the one that got my... Uh, uh, Your radar went up here on this one. My my cockles were warmed. How does yeah. that expression go? You got a partial on this one. Yeah, I yeah, did. a little okay. trouble. Yeah, uh, Sean Prosser taking it home with pure nids. You don't see a lot of nids, nope. unfortunately, right nope. now, except for gene stealers. So it was a really eclectic list too. Mm -hmm. Lots of little, lots of little bugs. Quite a few medium and some big bugs too. Yeah, uh, it was like really a well-rounded nid list, and so. Mm -hmm. uh, well done to Sean for uh, making it happen with pure nids because they've kind of fallen out of favor. Now that the Castellan is taking a step back in popularity, I think nids are going to be able to come back. I'm telling you now, take two Castellans. Double mm -hmm. down. You double mm -hmm. down on it now. You don't mm -hmm. retreat. 
I was talking to Tony Kopak uh, last night. Uh, he's bringing a Castle into ATC. Do it. They're uh, still really good because people are like, I don't have to face Castlings yeah. anymore. And then you're it's like, a target rich environment. Oh my God. So then yeah. I did my quick little uh, top faction last weekend spreadsheet here. And uh, this is looking at the, the last weekend. And again, just to explain my methodology, it's very simple. Uh, you get four points for first, three for second, two for third, one for fourth. And as you can see, orcs were the top performing faction in the, within this context mm -hmm. last week. They had two first place finishes. Imperium took uh, the second spot with a two third and a fourth place. Blood Angels coming out of nowhere, coming in hot. Yeah. One second place finish. Drukari also one second place finishing. Finish, and then yeah. good old Nids coming in with a fourth. Yeah. And then I, uh, this is something I'll be doing going forward. So a running total from the past three weeks, uh, looking at all the factions within the context of four, first to fourth place finishes. There's some missing ones. Uh, well, there's some that didn't make the cut, buddy. So uh, the yeah. top performing army faction uh, within this oh. context over the past uh, month, basically. Imperium, to no surprise, I don't think. Mm -hmm. they're, they're the most popular uh, faction by yeah. far. Uh, they had a first... Or they had 22 points total. You don't need to go through mm -hmm. every single one. Important to note, they only won one tournament right. in the past, you know, three, three, four weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, Orcs, second best performing faction, and they've only won events. That's right. Four first place finishes. Go big or go home. More than any other Literally. faction. Yeah. <laughs> Orcs, when they, they show up, they win, yeah. baby. Uh, Tau sitting in uh, third place with three event wins it's the second most event wins mm -hmm. of any faction again within the scope of my little analysis here yeah uh drukari in fourth azuryani which is mixed eldar behind him followed by chaos who've done very well mm -hmm. um that math is definitely wrong chaos should be way higher than that so i need to go back and check my macros on my spreadsheet the math is uh, inaccurate on that one obviously. it should be closer to the top yeah chaos should be up towards the top like near i would say over over because that should be yeah. 8 14 uh, they should have 17 points they should be in second place. second place there you go so but chaos doing good i wonder what the formula got screwed up on that oh, who knows? because the other ones are all accurate it probably didn't count the fourth yeah eh, oh well yeah. oh good it didn't count first place actually as well. oh, okay. So uh, no big deal. NBD, baby. Yeah. I'll fix it. Chaos is in second place. Uh, and then down the, the row, you can see Forces the Hide Vine performing above Gene Sealer Colt. I think a lot of people are taking that one crack in detachment. Mm -hmm. uh, Space Marines are not looking bad. Kind of middle of the pack. Uh, CSM, Blood Angels, and then down down it goes to some of the less played factions. Yeah. Again, the only ones we're not seeing on there are Grey Knights. Um, is that the only faction that's not on that list? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, poor guys. Come on. Where's that Australian player with the three Land Raiders? Get back in there, mate. Everyone said he was the best player in the world. I think he... The best Grey Knight player in the world. <laughs> Which is the best of the worst. So, uh... <laughs> the king of the turd hill? <laughs> that's what that You're the peanut on the top. <laughs> As a Grey Knight player, I can make those jokes. The, corn, the piece of corn in the top. Wow, that's God, so depressing. <laughs> uh, let's take a look at a recently completed commission. Yeah. Speaking of the turd pile, this is a, uh, feculent a poop normal, tree, or otherwise known as a poop tree. Yes, so it's a feculent normal. This is pretty cool. This, this was part of a much larger commission, Tabletop Plus. Lots of detail on this bad boy. I just wanted to focus on this one because it's such a weird, gross tree. It is, and I don't think it costs you any points either. I think you just can take 40k. I think you need to pay Okay, but they're very good for Nurgle armies, and this one is, like I said, it's Tabletop Plus. Lots of details on this model.
Um, it's it's not small, and uh, so this is a very good job. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, let's jump into chat and answer some questions. And of course, if you've got some models sitting on your shelf, staring at you and making you feel ashamed of yourself, mm -hmm. consider the FLG Paint Studio for right. your next painting commission. Or if you have lots of models that are sitting on your shelf for years and years and years, why don't you buy some new ones? Sell them to us. Or sell them to the, the second hand shop. shop, baby. Pablo will personally answer your emails. That's true. Yeah. Just know that. Yeah. This is chapter tactics. It's literally might, answering your email. Through osmosis, get better at the game. True. I think that's how it works. Yeah. All so right. if I get my paint emails, then they're probably getting worse at the game. That's not good. I don't, like that. Yeah. I don't skill. like that analogy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> uh, Warp Spider says uh, he thinks the contrast on the feculent normal model looks great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Appreciate that. Uh, Nids needs some love outside of Gene Sealer Colt says Ace Face. What up, Ace Face? How you doing over there in the UK? Hope everything's going well, bud. Um, yeah, Pure Nids, it can be a little bit of a struggle, but um, they really complement GSC extremely well. Mm -hmm. um, so hopefully we'll see more people playing Pure Tier Nids now that the, the the carrot of best in faction is dangling. I think mm -hmm. it'll encourage. I think it can be really good. I think it's it's wise to focus on a horde mentality for Tyranids. Yeah. With a couple of supporting big boys, but the big guys are just so easy to kill right now, you know. But with less Castellans out there. Yeah. You know. We'll see. We'll see. And to that, that's a good segue. <clears throat> Rad Bully says, "I think we can look for Chaos Knights, Disco Lords to fill the Castellan role of destroying everyone." Ah. The castle one was so over the top with all the combos. I don't think we're going to see anything. I hope we don't see anything like that. Right. It's still really good. Yeah. Like one castle will still nuke a lot. But they're killable now, right? Like they can only go to a four up save right. and they don't get all infinite CP. Mm -hmm. They're not what they were. And that's why we aren't seeing them as much anymore, which is yeah. good for the overall meta. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think Chaos Knights are going to have anything in that, in that vein, but you know, time will tell. Yeah. Uh, JTW Geek says... My pure nids work pretty well. Lots of DAC effects. I like DAC effects a lot too. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and again, with the castle and no longer threatening everyone. The instant nuke is is not the threat's not as bad as it was. Yeah. Where it was just you're going to remove two or three of these big bugs every single turn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ace Face says he's doing great and he looks forward to seeing us in London. Yeah, dude, it's going to be awesome. Um, a bunch of us, you know, in, in control. Uh, Jesse, myself, uh, Frankie, Will. Mm -hmm. uh, a bunch of us are going to the LGT again this year, so we're looking forward to seeing you guys out there as well. It's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. Um, Stir Crazy asks, if my whole army is painted the same, but I'm using different formations in it, is that okay? Like Flawless mm -hmm. Host and Purge? Different formations? I think you mean different. Yeah, those are uh, he's saying chapters. like he, Well, he's saying like it, it'd be like if somebody had all Ultramarines and they're like, these are Imperial Fists. These are Salamanders. That's not okay yeah. in the ITC. Mm -hmm. Now, ask your TO. They might make exceptions. But as an yeah. ITC rule, different like regiments or chapter tactics or you know high fleets mm -hmm. um, have to be visually distinct. Now, yeah. you don't necessarily have to paint them differently. You could paint their base a different color. And there's actually little clip-ons that can go on the base that you can paint them. Yeah. Do you care if I, I plug somebody who yep. does a really good job at that? Yeah. They always go to the LVO. It's Squad Marks. Yeah. I use them myself. <clears throat> Squad Marks is a company that does, it's, it's instead of painting the bases, you know, messing with the bases at all, they have these little clip-on things that you put on it made for all the different size bases. They're color-coded and you can actually, I believe you can write on the bottom or you can write somewhere on there what they are. 
Yeah. So, or you can just spray them a, yeah. a color. And that's just like from you know Reese uses them. I've seen them. They yeah. always come to Las Vegas. They're a very cool company. It's, they're they're young guys. They hustle. Uh, squad marks. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it's cool too because it, you just clip it on the base and then it, yep. it gets a little color on there. So you can be like exactly that's in this unit or what or that's this detachment or whatever. It's really yeah. if easy. you're playing Oryx guard yeah. stuff like that. We have just if you have tons of bodies and you're interested. Like for me. I'm so bad about it. I'll be like, well, the sergeant's turned backwards, so this yeah. is where that unit ends. Everybody and it just it. gets so confusing, and it yeah. just never works out. And, you know, it, it keeps people from me, like me, from cheating, which yeah. I love to do. So, <laughs> like, oh, no, he was in that squad. <laughs> uh, Red Bully says, damn it, I'm buying a castle to run, and I'm calling it the butler. Do it. He'll let you down every time. And then when, like you the some, yeah, like, <laughs> when you blow something up, he said, you've been served. I like it. Or is there anything else, sir? And then you remove, the, you, then yeah. you smash their model with a hammer. <laughs> As a true gentleman would do. Yep. You have Carmel to slap him it. in the face yeah. with a glove. That's yep. how you start the game. Uh, CW Dub, I came in late, but oh. did you go off about the neon green Caladius tanks? Oh, yeah, it's been covered, but just. It's been I, spoken about here in the ITC. We'll, we'll talk about it. So there was an event that we won't name. There's no need to. We don't want to shame anybody. Yeah. But a gentleman who won the event had hideous 3D printed, unpainted Caladius mm -hmm. grab tanks, and it was it's caused quite the stir. On for, cardboard. On cardboard bases. <laughs> it was so heinous. But it's so, it's so far in the opposite direction that it's almost like it's funny. It's cool. Yeah, it went all the way around back to yeah. like. Like it's he didn't like half ass the half assness. Oh. It was more like I printed this up and I put it on round pieces of cardboard, like cut out with dull scissors. Yeah. And then that. Is a funny thing. I think it was an RTT though. So if it's like no, eight, it wasn't. It was an actual GT. Yeah. Okay. If it, it was, was, if, it, if it was like an eight-person thing at your local store, that's like a five-hour event, and you're trying stuff out, whatever. And the 3D printed models yeah. are terrible, 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 <laughs> terrible for the hobby. Yeah. And like, oh, CW Dub, thank you for resubscribing for 46 months. My goodness. Yeah. So like. I, I get it. The models are expensive, especially Forge World. I get it. Yeah. I understand that people are trying to save money. I get it. Yeah. People bitch and moan about, oh, it's pay, pay to win. It's not pay to win. Not at all. It's, it's not. It just, yeah. it, that's false. But you statement. need to support the companies that are producing the game. And your your local game store. Right. Like, it, it's so bad for the hobby. Yeah. Like, we have a hard... And this is more, this is more Forge World that people are... But I, I'm starting to see people doing them for, like regular things too like here's my yeah. lehman rust 3d printed and here's it's, you know it's, here's my infantry like that's like, that's not as much you see more vehicles but yeah. you know dreadnoughts and whatnot but it's one of those things that like you need to support the people who are putting the game on there's no game yes exactly all right everybody well thank you so much for joining us we hope you enjoyed it it's good to be back happy gaming and we will talk to you all next week